Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you back, genuinely. As I'm Marcus and I'm joined by James or Jim. Hello. Pete's here. Yes. And Luke is also with us. All right, I can feel your enthusiasm, actually. Genuinely, yeah. I felt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. snowing. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> Are you powered you, by snow? J- <laughs> You're James that. isn't. No. <laughs> James is deflated by snow. No, no, I, I looked through a big snowball down the back of my he- head, frankly. <laughs> it went all down my back. James was really gutted. I was miles away from him as well. I was upset. I was upset. It was a good shot. I was about 20 metres away when I threw it. You naughty boys. I told him not to, but he went and... He got... He's genuinely the most annoyed I've seen him. Yeah. (laughs) Pete, I've been... It's down my back. Pete was taking ages to answer the door. Oh, God. Oh, my... Oh, dear. Giddy Gertie. Well, um, that leads us neatly into the opening question. Which is as what everything, seems, as everything seems to. Everything <laughs> yeah. seems to. Whatever it is, you missed. You must have blacked out at the link. Yeah. Um, which Premier League manager, gentlemen, would you like to see with his own television show? James. Well, the obvious choice, Ian Holloway. Surely you just. There's an obvious choice. You isn't just, it? Ian Holloway, yeah. given free reign to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. I'd let him do anything, like, so he have. could have guests on. I think he'd he'd almost be like Carl Pilkington. Do you know what I mean? He'd get really strange guests on. Like mm-hmm. Carl Pilkington did that thing where he met like David Icke and people like that. Yeah. I'm sure he'd just get really odd, odd people on, and then. No, I, I would see Holloway doing like hard talk. I think he'd get drunk hard with power. Talk. He'd get drunk with power. Yeah, I think so. I think he would do something like hard talk or some political show, and he'd have people on uh, who were just normal. Mm. But Holloway would think he was normal, <laughs> and so like, everyone no, like Noel's HQ when I it all got a bit really yeah, Daily yeah, Mail. Exactly, Kilroy. Kilroy. You can yeah. do Kilroy Shaw. Oh, oh, he's yeah. surely a lot uh, warmer than that, isn't he, Holloway? Yeah, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy on. Kyle. He's not like Jeremy Kyle. He could be. Well, he could be if you given, just attribute him with given the right substance. Have nothing to do with him. <laughs> no, I, I think he would be nicer than he would you're be wrong for that. Yeah, he'd confuse, yeah. it could confuse the audience with simile and metaphor, which they can't really handle. Yeah. Yeah, it would have true. no consistency. It would be it would be so different every week. Yeah. If like I had a house that suddenly just got up and started walking away, <laughs> exactly, yeah, that what? sort of thing. It's <laughs> yeah, always having on Holloway. My mum's pregnant. Holloway, uh, Ian Holloway's free reign. That's what <laughs> I call <laughs> it. You do what he wants. Channel yeah. Four, perhaps. Ian, Maybe, Holloway, yeah, Ian yeah. Holloway's blank canvas every week. <laughs> Ian, Ian Holloway's free reign would be a business he'd set up, I think. <laughs> free reign, take them. Take my cups of free reign. <laughs> <laughs> I collected them myself. I just, I Charging just, for this is wrong. It's <laughs> just wrong. I just got that. What do you mean you don't need rain? Sort your life out. <laughs> oh, dear. So Good. called. Person. Okay, uh, Pete, what on earth have you got? I'm torn between Chris Hewton's detective agency and uh, <laughs> Secret Millionaire with Mark Hughes. I think I'm going to go for Secret Millionaire with Mark Hughes. Well, um, he's going to. Well, he'd spend his time um, sort of following Rocky Santa Cruz around, right? <laughs> pretending that he's got no vested interest at all, and then bang! Yeah. There's three million quid. For you, come yeah. join me. Yeah. Oh, it's a well. You don't even have answer. to play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just wants him close. Mark yeah. has got that really. Um, we perfect, want him close. <laughs> he's got a very perfect manner for, for that particular show because in the Secret Millionaire, a lot of it is when they just sit down with the people really calmly and talk yeah. to them and then give them the check. Mark Hughes could do that brilliantly. Yeah, he's, he's so yeah. calm and quiet. Yeah. I love your. I love the way you conduct yourself. Yeah. Here's a million. He's not Ian Holloway. We've done him. <laughs> Welsh, Wales, the West Country, Same. got W in it. Similar. Similar. Luke Lua. If there's one man oh. who's cut out for television, I think we can all agree, the charisma, the personality. Phil Brown's not in the Premier League anymore. <laughs> Avram Grant's oh, the price of the 
Avram Grant was in Danger Mouse. A dating show. Tell me it's a dating show. The Price is Right. Oh, okay. Come on down. Imagine it. Avram Grant. Yeah, it'd be good. I'd watch it. Which show was The Price is Right now? To be honest, I'd watch any show where a Premier League manager was just in it. Is that the one with the conveyor belt? No. The Price is Right. Yeah, that is at the end. Which one's the one with the hot spots? Doesn't Joe Pasquale do it? That's Michael Barrymore's. Fucking, what's it called? Strike It Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. Later changed to Strike It Rich. Yeah. Was it? Oh, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> mm. oh, fair enough. Avron Grant is made for telly. We all agree on that. Move on. Give me the points. Let's go on. That, um, that's a makeup job, isn't it? Christ yeah. on the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you give us yeah. three, three hours for those fucking tunnel eyes that you've got? <laughs> Possibly the only man ever to spend more time in makeup than Marcus. <laughs> what? You know what you've done. What? Uh, I'm going to move on, you pointless sod. Um, I reckon. If he was, I reckon Owen Coyle could be a bit showbiz. He he would do mm. like a variety show. He'd yes, sing yeah, like yeah, Rat yeah. Pack songs yep. and stuff. Absolutely, yeah, yeah he would. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think Coyle could definitely do that because I think Owen Coyle's actually quite a cheery bloke, oh, which is surprising for a Scottish manager. I think he's all right. I quite mm. like him. Yeah, and he you know he likes a bit of flair as you can see by the way he plays his football. Mm. But David Moyes is ultimate fighting champion. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Ultimate yeah. ginger champion. <laughs> <laughs> Pulis. Pulis would be a Kyle job, wouldn't he? Do you not think? Yeah, Pulis would do like his own version of Deadliest Men. Yeah. Wouldn't he? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Every episode would end with him headbutting James Beattie. <laughs> 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 you can imagine the producer going, there's no relevance. It's going in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big reckon. Sam, uh, hole in the wall, bring on the wall big of gravy. No, a cookery or something. Yeah, it's a Big Sam's tour of gravy or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> big, Sam's, big Sam's bring on the wall. That sounds amazing. Bring on the wall of gravy. What's yeah. the wall? What's bring on the wall? Done with Dale Winston where they had the... Uh, they got a big wall. Yeah. What, you had to fit into the shape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What about? Yeah, we could get bogged down here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think um, I think James or Jim's got the point. Well, James or Jim. Ian Holloway. Get, you've yeah. got to get his own show. Somebody uh, counted up the on, on the forum on the football ramble forum at the football ramble dot com. Um, <laughs> counted up who won uh, the most points. Who won the most points? And stuff. I'm surprisingly on nine. I'm not last. How many have I got? I think you're in the lead. Ah, of course but I, I am. Think, I think we might be level now. All oh, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a political point. So. Yeah, yeah. That was FIFA esque. Pride yeah. pri- before. <laughs> Fall, Luke. Yeah. Um, right, well, we can only go for uh, one place after that. It is to El Clasico. Mm. Mm. And we uh, we were around uh, Top Brass's house. Mm. Uh, world football friend is Andy Brassel. Yeah, yeah. We're El Brassico. El Brassico. <laughs> <laughs> for a bit of paella. Paella? Paella. 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 And to, uh, not, uh, tortillas. Tortillas. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was just a marvellous evening was had. Mm. Barcelona won 5 0. Just destroyed them magical it was a rout the, the, the first goal I mean it, it, clearly Xavi didn't mean that but sort of even their mistakes are just beautiful yeah, yeah. just what an absolute hammering it just seems like it doesn't matter who the opposition at the new yeah. camp is they will just steamroll them they it's just, just like just impossible to live with <laughs> it's, it's the best performance I can remember from a club side since Milan in 94 they beat Barcelona in the, cha- in the Champions League final mm. where Barcelona were a very good team and they got sure. destroyed yeah, and Real Madrid, I, I mean any stat you want Real Madrid mm. cost hundreds of million years to assemble they haven't lost a game in the season yeah. that year they're so absolutely far. flying as well yeah. they're battering teams they're That's not right. sort of your typical Mourinho team up to, up to now or, mm. or so far because you the know, back they're winning heavily as 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 the back of a 4-0 win in, in Amsterdam yeah. Yeah. hasn't Guardiola won every single and he's given them a 6-2 and a 5-0 yeah. that's yeah. not bad that's I, not a bad I, if you just want one thing from your manager win your derby <laughs> I win think your thing with good goals is like 17-2 yeah. 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 well Chris Hewton's on his way isn't he got them a 5-1 well, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, that's what I said. That's what I said. That's what I said to to booze and hushes, Pete. Well, he's better than I was God saying, well, Amiobi never scored. At least oh, yeah, we had Amiobi scoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I reckon Guardiola couldn't get Amiobi to score. So. <laughs> He'll never score any points. To be fair, but um, yeah, worst defeat of Mourinho's managerial career. Mm. Really? He's yeah, never, he's never conceded five. I don't think. Right? I don't think he's. I don't think a team of his has conceded five. No. They just fell apart. They're certainly not lost. By Sergio five. Ramos on message. Just yeah. absolutely disgraceful. He's the, just most, the most sour grapes. He is twenty-four years old. and He's the most sent-off Real Madrid player ever. <laughs> yeah, he just overtakes someone <laughs> with that. Yeah. With that record. Ramos only twenty-four. Yeah, blimey. Yeah. The, been around for ages but all, well, the, all the newspapers and stuff were saying like uh, oh Ramos got sent off for uh, for the scuffle at the end he wasn't sent off no. it was because he hoofed Messi in the he, side yeah. of the leg that could have like, broke his leg that kind of awful. Yeah. it was it horrible looks, right on the tour leg. right on yeah. the flipping tour yeah it was awful yeah. um, it, wasn't, it doesn't even warrant the name challenge but it was just really it was really upsetting to see, <laughs> see a team in, in such a big game yeah. like, the, the biggest game in club football mm. presently you know just to see one team well, just sort of like 
Yeah, <laughs> their confidence was gone in the second half, completely gone. We, you know. When Ronaldo pushed Guardiola as well, it was just like, come on. <laughs> Guardiola was a bit dignity, there, boys, dignity. Guardiola was a bit naughty there, though. He shouldn't have picked the ball up, really. I can't, I can't remember a, a chance for Real Madrid apart from. The, the I penalty. think. I think in the first half, England yeah, really I guess so. Yeah, yeah mm. not really. Well, the penalty, I thought that was a penalty. I thought that was a penalty. I think yeah. he kicked it too far. Away I think from, well, it was going away it from that? goal, wasn't he? Which is probably why the ref hasn't given it. What was it? Um, what was the score at that point? Two or something? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was definitely. Yeah, in, uh, yeah it was early on. But I mean, <clears throat> it's weird because like people talk about the Messi and Ronaldo thing, and in a way, that's disrespectful to the other players that are on display. I mean, mm. you know, Barcelona have got several brilliant players, and uh, okay, Messi didn't score, but he did sort of run the show. Yeah. But we were talking about this on the way up here, and it was um, you know Messi, Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo, all that sort of chat. I was saying that for me, like they're both amazing players. When you're that good, your talent isn't in question because you can effectively do what you want. Really, it's all about your decisions, isn't it? Mm. It's about decisions. And mm. Messi consistently makes far better decisions than Ronaldo in in big games, yeah. in my opinion. Well, no, he does. He but it didn't. But d- d- I didn't think at any stage that Messi cared whether he scored or not. No, but Ronaldo, no. what's all Ronaldo wanted to do? Yeah, but that's the thing. I think that Ronaldo. You get the impression when he plays for teams, he's a little bit more individual. Obviously, Messi has individual moments of brilliance, mm. but um, but Messi can is a better team player than Ronaldo. Is, yeah. The thing is, Barcelona is set up in such a system that we, he has that freedom. Yeah, do you know what I mean, yeah, so yeah, he, he's going to. They, they've all got the freedom to express themselves because of that system, because it's ba- it's a system based around creating space. Mm. And once you get that space, you can do what you like, as they showed over and over again. Very much so. Guardiola kind of summed it up quite nicely when he said he was proud that the whole world has seen how Barcelona play football I think we've seen that a few yeah. times but certainly is it fair to say it's a reminder is it fair to say that Barcelona love slipping a ball inside the fullback that's wonderful <laughs> was it Messi's ball for the third fourth, fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, just, it just destroyed like the whole defence but that's almost a, as soon as that pass is made you think what's in there was a, and there was a couple of times when the defender just caught yeah. at the last moment. They could have had about nine. But they, 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 are, they had so well, many chances. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Match-winning yeah. passes, those yeah. are. But I, I'm an absolute bugger for a slip. It's a great ball. <laughs> that ball inside the fullback, they do over and over yeah, again, yeah. You know, looking for, for a wide player. But the other thing about, about Messi is that he's a, he's a top scorer in the Champions League last two seasons. Mm. And he's got a reasonable chance, I would say, of doing it again. And I'm yeah. not sure if that's been done before. Three, three seasons in a row, top scorer in the European yeah. Cup. He's got six and five, I think, already this season. In the Champions League, he, he, the, the mental fact that Sid Lowe uh, touted in his piece, I think it was today or yesterday, was that I think I'm right in saying I read this right. Lionel Messi has got 70 goals in his last 71 Barcelona games. <laughs> it's not quite one in one, but it's definitely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got, it, last night was the first game he hadn't scored in 10 games, and he's a man who doesn't mind not scoring. No, he doesn't, <laughs> he's not even, he doesn't even care if he scores or not. No, that's the thing. Mm. But it, it comes back to that decisions thing again. When we're in, uh, the few times that Real Madrid did have the ball approaching the Real Madrid, uh, the Barcelona f- like last third. He would just shoot. Mm-hmm. Just Ronaldo, bang yeah. yeah. yeah Ronaldo, yeah, and, yeah. and, and it's, it's such a shame to see. But big players like uh, like Urza, like like Benzema, Alonso, Benzema, were yeah. completely anonymous. Like, yeah. he didn't, he, I can't remember a time passages. he did anything. You know, it I just, forgot Benzema was playing. Yeah, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. incredibly so one sided. So incredibly. Um, but by the way, don't write. I mean, there are only two points ahead of Real Madrid in the league mm. now. I, mean, oh, I haven't written them off, Joe. Uh, Luke. I'm Luke. Yeah, yeah I wasn't saying that. Yes, unbelievable. So uh, let's move on. Well to, done to them and to me. Well, let's move <laughs> on to the best league in the world, the Premier League, without a doubt. Mm. And Manche- certainly the most exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United scored seven goals on the weekend against Blackburn, and Berbatov scored five. Luke, and what do we call five goals now? A Jackson. Is it a Jackson? Jackson thought, five. I thought it was a glut. Uh, well, yeah, what do you prefer? What do you boys I think? Prefer a glut. What, I prefer well, a didn't, glut. Did we read this uh, after the Barcelona match? It was like a little hand or something. They called it like because they scored five, but they, it was a little hand. Well, we were calling yeah, that's what we were calling it a poker because I thought yeah. that was Italian for five, but a poker apparently means four or more goals. Right. So we st- we stopped that. Four is a haul. Mm. Is, is that what they call it in Spain? A little hand. Five. I think that's what, that was in Sid Lowe's piece. I think well, that right. makes sense. A goal war chest. We can yeah, we can make our own glut. I, like I glut. think I think glut's good. Yeah, it's not going to come up very often. So no. It's not worried too much. Berbatov got a glut. He got a glut, glut. of goals. Manchester United yeah. top top of the league. James, mm. do you think that's Berbatov's goals for the season? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know why I hope that. Why? I don't hope that. I don't know. No, I don't. I, I, I retract that statement because it, it's been a while since he scored, isn't it? Yeah, a lot well, of yeah. angry people have taken him out of their fantasy teams. He yeah. pushed them the too f- far. The fools. Yeah. <laughs> the fools. Yeah. Yeah. Six shots, five goals for, for, for Berber. Not yeah. bad. Mm. Allardyce is in charge of Blackburn, and they rolled over again, Pete. Yeah, it's. What yeah. would you like to allege? It's a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pattern, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would a gravy-soaked pattern. <laughs> 
I wouldn't have been surprised if the camera went to the touchline during that game. And a they, high five. They looked at the uh, like the, tr- the, uh, the sort of technical areas. And like, Where are the managers? And they like sort of pan down and like Alex is there and his belly rubbed by Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the old you, toss, you, tossing him a Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. Just I'd, him over yeah, for a I'd bit. like to say out there, guys, you're not going to get the job at Manchester United doing that. <laughs> you may think you're doing the right thing, but you're not. <laughs> you gave us such a great result. Well, You've given us some great time, Sam. Yeah. And you're not even got the job yet. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to make Manchester United win one might allege it's a gravy soaks pattern Sp- speaking of which in private eye this week I was reading that, um, that um, there's a I think there's some sort of airways I think it's Dubai Airways or something have got oh. a uh, the Manchester United team in their advert kicking a football like the Brazil yeah. Uh, yeah. advert where they kick the football oh, yeah, around yeah, it yeah. but they're doing it on a plane and um, dangerous <laughs> and Bobby Charlton's on the plane like, like Cantona is in that Brazil yeah, but he's an ambassador for United isn't he yeah but he's sitting right is he a bearing in mind Manchester United's history with planes oh and, right I get yeah. it and, th- and, he, and he's one of the survivors of that plane crash yeah that's a bit weird I think yeah I, unless I, it's I, sort I of like when Sol Campbell went back to Arsenal and it's just, you know, it's just an exhibition match out in Dubai or whatever so they're just no, going back no it's an advert it. for an airline and they're kicking a foot, and the advert is they're kicking a football, uh, like dangerously kicking a foot, football around 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 and Bobby and and, uh, and he's on the plane. But it's odd that they're using them in that advert anyway. It's a bit like the the Qatar um, World Cup bid. Mm. It's all centred around Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, but yeah. Qatar ad- uh, World Cup bid doesn't need adverts. It's just one of those things. Isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. just not a t- who are you advertising yeah, to. It's a, it's a very select group of people that can vote for it, as and we've said before. It's an just excellent point, James. That should it's have like been like that UEFA advert. It's just an advert for UEFA for fair play. Yeah, and respect. Yeah, but th- yeah. there was an older one that was just for UEFA. It wasn't even a particular <laughs> thing. What are you doing? Well, Why are you wasting this money? In, well, basically, what it is, James, is in case you're thinking about consuming football from another European body, <laughs> UEFA is the best one. Yeah, yeah so stick even, with that. Don't even think. Yeah, yeah. it's for yeah. North Cyprus. Basically, in any other countries that aren't <laughs> and, uh, in the UEFA, road thing. nation, Gib- yeah. Gibraltar. <laughs> yeah, it's for Gibraltar. Yeah, leave, leave them be. Think um, of that one. Just staying briefly with Manchester United, Wayne Rooney apologised to the fans for his his for, I think how he put it in, in his part in it. Mm. Well, his part in what? Being a horrible shit. In listening to his yeah. agent, I don't know. Yeah. But um, but it scored against Rangers, confident penalty. Yeah. Certainly enjoyed it. Way I over the top is celebration though. Yeah. That guy jumped on him, didn't he? That was quite yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. There was a very mixed reaction when he when he did finally uh, come back, wasn't there? Was, yeah. I think it's going to take him a while to win over some, uh, <laughs> yeah. some of the sort of die-hard Man United fans, which nice, is not surprising, really. It was a nice little curved run he did. Yeah, I thought that sort of deceived dis- dis- oh, the goalkeeper. I think. Do it, you think? Do you think that um, you know he's had a break and he seems to have come back? Do you think actually, a lot of these young players who are you know top of the top of the pops? Yeah. Do you think they might need a, a break? I mean, you think of the football they play. I know he's Messi lost a lot of weight has he? on his face. I think he just, mm. he looks a lot thinner than he was. I know. Yeah. I know that everyone says he's, he, he has lost sure. weight, but he looks but a lot lighter. But lot these young players like Rooney and Ronaldo and Messi, the the, the usual uh, well, suspects. I think I think everybody does. If you look at the World Cup. Uh, obviously, we we don't have a winter break in England. If you look at the World Cup, it wasn't just the England players that weren't performing. It was t- 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 tough to name a Premier League player that performed well. Yeah. And I, 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 that can't be coincidence. I mean, mm. t- t- if you look if you look at it, I mean, when was the Pants, last time? Uh, Pantsil was all right. When was the last time Rooney's had a proper break from football? It'll be a very long time ago. And well, he just had one. Yeah. All this stuff's going on with his personal life, and, I mean, and a lot of it is his own fault, obviously. But it's still going to. And, and but Alex Ferguson doesn't care about that. Alex Ferguson cares about getting the yeah, best and out. Of it doesn't make it any less stressful, really. No, of course it? not. No, absolutely. Yeah, 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 but I, do you think Wayne Rooney's a bit annoyed that? Berbatov stole this sort of thunder on his home return. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite. He came on um, the other week, didn't he? But yeah, I suppose he started. Was, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, Pete was at Craven Cottage for the Fulham home draw with Birmingham City. I was. Yeah, it was. Um, it, was, cold, it, was, was it? it was a dull little encounter. It was very cold until I, I managed to tip Bovril into my crotch, and then it got <laughs> very hot. And then it got very, very hot very quickly, and then freezing cold. I, I've never been so cold at a football match. It was. Yeah, I was. I was about to say that. I had football socks on. I had. Layer upon layer upon layer, so and it was just got the, the wind thing—a tactical move on your part. <laughs> no, just, you my wind. hands were too cold; I couldn't grip it properly. <laughs> oh God! You got the wind coming off the Thames, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Pete's oh, not man. not a man who likes to overstate the case. Uh, <laughs> he goes to me; it was the coldest I've ever been. It's the coldest <laughs> I've ever been. I was absolutely freezing. The best, uh, the best bit was these. Um, is posh because I mean Fulham's quite a middle class club very, to yeah, very. sort of speak and um, there was this uh, a dad and two uh, I presume two of his um, little sons uh, can't have been older than about nine or ten You've and they were seen cre- children at a football matches <laughs> <laughs> well you know uh, kids I mean they like the idea of football matches but live football they like, they like Rooney and they like Lampard and stuff, but I think sometimes if you're younger than ten yeah. and you're at a football match 
you're yeah. not that interested. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. not. And and they were creating and just being silly. And they, uh, they had uh, the little uh, the Fulham clacker. Oh, he's got he's the got it with him. He's got a picture of. Uh, he's yeah, got a picture of Dempsey on it. Yeah, all the, all the seats have them. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, they, they were just dicking around basically, and the, and the dad, and the dad, really, he went, you could see like the, the love he had for his kids just ebbing away because this beautiful <laughs> little <laughs> corner of his life that he still enjoys is just, <laughs> and they're just creating, and they're not just, and uh, and anyway, um, he goes, right, well, you're not coming next week, so, <laughs> and, and 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 the little kid goes, well, fine, I don't care, father, I don't care, father, <laughs> father. <laughs> Actually says father, right? And then, the, and then the dad goes, "Well, if you don't come, uh, you'll have to stay in your room because it's Mum's relaxation day." <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, my mum's never had a relaxation. She's had a crying day before. Yeah, she just that. cries from morning to night. Yeah. Not a conversation here at Newcastle. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. It's my relaxation day. <laughs> what are you doing at me up? I'll regard you some tales I've heard of what people have slept ports with, but it might not be acceptable for that. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> but one thing you must say is you did see the. Um, the much touted by me John Pantsill lap of honour I mean <laughs> did I lie I, did I, is it one of the most incredible it things it was in a football? drab one all it was a proper drab one all pretty much <laughs> Dempsey was annoyed with fury coursing through his, his American veins but like he um, and, and, and everyone was pretty frustrated but as soon as he started running round and the co- and the and the announcer went <laughs> ladies and gentlemen well, John, yeah John Pantsill <laughs> no, no, I've never heard no, of they, they did it they did it and he was just got like with his arms yeah, out yeah arms right out and he pegs yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like, and everyone just starts applauding. It's, yeah, it's like the ultimate PR sort of like you forget about the match and you just remember what John Pantsell yeah. did. That's why they've got him on the book. Great. Does he do it on losses? Does, does he do it when they I, lose? I don't at know. Home? I've never, I don't think I've been there since. When, if, oh no, I have. Again. Wonder, wonderful. It really cheered me up at the end. It, is, it warmed I mean? my cockles. It did. One of my favourite things in football, that the John Pantsell. What they should honor. do to stop fans leaving the game early is they should get make sure they nominate a player every week to do that. No, <laughs> no keep it Pantsell. You don't need it. What anymore. every club? Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Logistically <laughs> <laughs> tough. But to be I fair, d- if there was a player who could do it, yeah. I, I, I hate to get up, Chris Kamara. I think I don't think he started the match. He came on halfway yeah. through, and everyone was loving it. You know, it was just it was incredible. I I've, I've seen Pencil do the lap of honour when he didn't even get on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was sub. Yeah, yeah I like to he think still had his sub on in like the eighty ninth minute just to get him to do that. No, no, he's, no it's, a, it, it's like. It's at the end of the game, James. Not during the yeah. game. He starts running around. Yeah, I'm but fully they love aware. it. He <laughs> well, doesn't need to be. They something. absolutely love him. It's but wonderful. I, I quite like the idea of him doing it when he hasn't come on because he's. That's, that's what I've I'm, seen. I'm it. all kitted up. I might as well have a run. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Starting in the crowd, you know, in the crowd, just <laughs> yeah. sort of inching his way around. Everyone going, "Oh, I know what's coming." <laughs> it's just that it's wonderful. I think a Boué could do a similar role. A Boué could do a similar yeah. man. I don't think Arsenal would. would they appreciate that James do you reckon uh, I would I'd like and to see a, bo- a Bowie man fired out of Gunnosaurus's cannon in his tiger suit in his tiger suit it's an image which will uh, leave you in a brief moment ladies and gentlemen um, uh, now Bolton drew two all uh, their second goal was a beautiful move mm-hmm. Barcelona tried to copy it several times yeah. um, <laughs> against worse opposition yeah that's right Paul Merson on Soccer Saturday uh, during the goal I love Merson he was oh they it's the best move I've ever seen. <laughs> Donaldson. He's been, drunk, he's been drunk for 20 years. I can't remember the rest of them. <laughs> I was going to say. We've always got to go to James for Paul Merson. He's your Paul Merson expert. Well, I, yeah, I think say. Paul Merson has said a lot of things. Yeah, he, he loves it. <laughs> I, like, I just thought to myself, Paul, go and watch a replay of the 1970 World Cup final. That'll yeah. blow your mind. This is the best sandwich I've ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you, but opposite people. Do he goes through life like that? This is the best traffic light I've ever sat at. Apparently, Paul Merson, Perry Gross, in his book like he just doesn't know what any words mean yeah, right? and if someone that. corrects him we'll just go oh, it's the same thing it's, like, it's not Paul, you've no. got, you've got, <laughs> it's how you communicate you need to understand it's what words pounds. are no it's six that's the same, same thing, thing. No, it yeah. when, I, when I started off I, did, I used to do, I did a bit of work at TalkSport a long time ago to, um, and uh, fluffing wasn't it yeah. <laughs> oh my giddy I still go back there so, sometimes blind Brazil uh, but, <laughs> Well, Alan Brazil had this, um, had this oh, used to get sent stuff horrible time. infection for those who don't know Alan Brazil is the presenter of the breakfast show on TalkSport is he really I mean he's there <laughs> yeah. his, his, his carcass yeah. is there yeah. it's like <laughs> his talking carcass is there it's like he's holding the station hostage <laughs> every morning <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised how true that is <laughs> anyway he he used to get sent stuff all the time because he's a presenter of the breakfast show right and uh, he gets me Perry, he gets Perry Groves autobiography sent through he gives it to me and goes yeah do you want that and I was like oh yeah alright yeah cheers he goes do you want me to sign it for you 
<laughs> do I want you to sign someone else's book for me? Maybe he thought he was Perry Gross. <laughs> but I said no. I was like, no, not really. To bring it in, I didn't think about it. it. <laughs> uh, you should have said yes. That would be more funny. Yeah. I have actually got, speaking of signed books, I've actually got um, a goalkeeping guide signed by Neville Southall, signed and everything. Oh, yeah. It's called In Search of Perfection. Mm. Well, Ronnie signed it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, well, I think we're still talking about football. Mm. Um, I've got to mention another great win, away win for West Brom at Everton. Mm. Chris Brunt, yeah, yeah. banana-shaped free kick yeah. trajectory, <laughs> yeah. brilliant, wonderful. He can hit him, old Brunty. Absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, before we move on from uh, all things Premier League, Carlos Tevez is threatening to quit football again. He's doing this every couple of weeks. I'm bored of it now. It's crying wolf <laughs> <laughs> well he's, he's, he's kind of he's branched out slightly he's started criticising young players in the game and some of his fellow teammates he said, he said if you ask me I would love to have my old life back in my neighbourhood in Buenos Aires so what, the ones you got, do it. the ones you've got to count we'll happily take your wages Carlos if <laughs> in fairness though to be a bit of balance to this you've got to caveat by saying he's had, a, he's had a child recently who's very ill and he keeps going back to visit his child alright fair enough and Man City, okay. Man, Man City are digging their heels about him going back all the time and, and, he, and, and he wants to spend time with his, with his I, I know his, his wife and his child could yeah, move that, here, that's fair but enough but it's that, tough for them and I think, yeah. he's, I think he's getting very frustrated that's, I think he's, that's he's fair enough now, he, but that's he, a very stressful thing isn't yeah it? of course yeah, no, no, that's understandable but he, uh, he's moaning about there's too much money and sort of bad guys in the game which is fair enough although he was involved with that agent who took him to West Ham and owns 140k a week yeah, uh, 45 yeah. grand a week yeah, yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a literal Carlos kickerball yeah, like he he's, he's very talented but very upset about things yeah. Yeah. I, I love it how he says it. he said today the young players have no education at all and I don't want to listen to them when I played at Boca when Martin Palermo or Juan Roman Raquel may talk I listened it's probably where you went wrong, Bill. <laughs> and he said, this is the quote that really got me. He said, so I don't want a young player to ask me, why did you do that in the changing room? I would punch them as I've won 13 titles in my career. But that's I mean, a young player giving you an opportunity to sort of share some wisdom. Help him. Tim is only 26 as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, his teammates must be slightly irked by that, surely. Yeah. Hang on. Balotelli's arrived. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Within not very long, Carlos Tevez is talking about punching young teammates. The thing mm. is, that's like, aimed at him. Do you imagine, imagine the dressing room. Adebayor, Adebayor, Tevez, and Balotelli. Yeah. <laughs> must be, what does Mancini say? But that's why Bellamy was loaned out. It's like this yeah. just isn't going to work. Yeah. It's one in, one you out. Now, isn't yeah. it? No, I actually think it's, it's actually like proven <laughs> that if Bellamy goes in there as well, they'll create a vortex, yeah. <laughs> like an actual black hole. It would Definitely be like uh, you know, like Japanese fighting fish. Yeah. You can't have more than one in the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I think that would be, be quite similar. Just balls on parade, out. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the championship um, last night, Leicester beat Nottingham Forest 1-0. In the big one. In the bigger one. Yeah. The Trent saw derby. Um, <laughs> King scored. Nice little uh, jinky run from Vassell. Mm. I forgot Vassell's back. Vassell very nearly scored a goal. Didn't yeah, he? it was yeah. right off the line, wasn't it? Oh. Vassell's so back with Sven. It's nice. He always liked Vassell, didn't he? All's okay. There could be some sort of game show there, actually, speak, going back to the sort of TV show thing, where they have managers who've got favoured players and they could compete against each other so you could have yeah. Redknapp um, and Defoe we'd have Sven and Darius Vassell oh, Redknapp and Crouch mate Redknapp and Crouch you could have Alex McLeish and Barry Ferguson and you could have Jim Smith and Dion Burton Ferguson and Paul Scholes I know they've not moved well but it doesn't really yeah, count yeah, yeah, does it? It? <laughs> it does Paul Scholes um, Alex Ferguson wouldn't want to see his, uh, his surrogate son be, uh, <laughs> be uh, in trouble <laughs> No, of course he wouldn't. Although I reckon Sven would have the chat show, and you know, like on David Letterman, how he has the uh, the guy who does the head. <laughs> um, no, he has the guy who plays the piano and has the band. Yeah, that'd yeah. be Vassell. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Maybe not. Do you have a great idea for uh, a TV show <laughs> called, called Dragon Sven? <laughs> Dragon It ended with Jim going. My friend's got a dinosaur costume. <laughs> 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 we can miss, we can reappropriate that somehow. Yeah, which I quite liked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop you there because QPR beat Cardiff two one in the big one, mm. top of the league uh, mm. clash. QPR just need one more match, uh, one more unbeaten match, and they have the club's all time record of twenty games. Top six in that league, it just it's just mental. Mm. Everything's going off. Tarat was too good once again. Lovely goal. He scored. He's scoring, he's scoring at will scoring at will mm. and Scott Sinclair couldn't prevent Swans uh, losing at home to Portsmouth oh yeah the most unlikely win of that league season so far <laughs> Portsmouth winning away at Swansea yeah <laughs> that is odd the Swansea are decent good yeah, yeah they are yeah, yeah. 
And Portsmouth uh, are shit. <laughs> yeah, they really are. Well, you're slagging your team, mate. But um, a friend of the show, Tim Morgan, who's a big Swansea fan, said that what the owner was, of the wand. He said they were much better at Swansea, but at Portsmouth, he said it was like a year six team bullying a year three team. Nobody likes to see that. Mm. Well, sore loser. Um, let's move on to Serie A. Uh, Samueletto. Last week we talked about him doing a Zidane headbutt mm-hmm. in their game against. Did Canada. we applaud it? I think we we, we said we, <laughs> yeah, we liked it. We were very violent. Friendly, Heavy, weren't we, yeah. last week? Um, no, excuse Samuel Atto's a great player, though. Mm, yeah. And a great man, and he's proved that again. So he should be allowed to headbutt whoever he wants. <laughs> that's the no, moral. He's proved it again. Yeah. Because, um, well, he's been given a three-match ban, that's not why he's a great man, but he's, he's apologised, and he's apologised to everybody. He said, my apologies could go to, uh, out to all the uh, protagonists of the game, to the referees, who could have not have seen this foul because it was out of their visual range, very specifically, um, <laughs> but also to the Interfans and to all those who love football. Basically, everybody. Yeah. He's apologised and he nutted yeah um, it's a far reaching apology Not, it's, it's dissimilar to a Cassano apology yeah yeah, yeah that's right yeah. which he doesn't exist because he'll never apologise because that's weakness he's a down in fifth seven yeah. points off Milan who mm. are top. do you, do you, you not know, think the three matches for Eto is a bit late for a big headbutt yeah, well for a big headbutt because yeah. you say like a red card you get three matches but it's violent conduct so it's a three match battle yeah it is three match yeah. it is three match but, but I mean Inter have had a few injuries I think I did think to myself um with when with Real, when Real Madrid failed again quite significantly at Barcelona, I thought they've tried to get Mourinho to really piss off the bar. Are they going to go for Zlatan <laughs> at some point? Because it would really be like I a, don't need no. that. It's the last thing they need. No, but, the no, but could you imagine? No, but they, they're just doing it to piss them off. Like yeah. how much would Barcelona be? Annoyed? But not so, to be honest, to, I don't think they would. They just beat them five nil. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't care less. He's got a cracker last week, didn't he, in the um, Champions League? Well, oh, gets yeah, yeah. He's doing well in the Champions League this season, which is nice to see because he's got that sort of European yeah. bottle attack. Well, he's doing yeah. really well this last time. They're having a good time. They're having a good time. Uh, and now I have to say, we're going to briefly talk about the French league because um, Ligue 1 yes, mm. first uh, place in the French league and twelfth position in mm. the French league, separated by five points. God, you love a bit of that, don't you? Yeah, you I do. can't <laughs> get enough of it. You yeah. get all giddy at the yeah. thought of it. Yeah, which, it's my it's my you know tight leagues are your big scores. Yes, yeah. you know, yeah. which I think is fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> would you say? But um, there was a one a tight league full of big scores. Whoa. I can't. I mean, you've got the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're living in it. That's yeah, right. I yeah. am. Yeah. That's right. Well, um, dream. Uh, Paris, uh, Marseille are top with uh, Lille, and uh, Paris Saint Germain and Montpellier are joint uh, second. But um, before the weekend, Montpellier were top. But many were saying, oh, this is just because it's a bit of a weak league. And they were kind of poo pooing it um, a bit. Whereas, uh, <laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> whereas uh, one of the, uh, the big men at uh, Montpellier, he um, responded to these critics by saying, I piss in their arse cracks. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hard to do. You've got to hold him down for that. <laughs> yeah. he, co- he then commented on his answer by saying, that's a good answer, don't you think? <laughs> Please with his work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I agree with you. Yeah. He said it doesn't always have to be Lyon or Marseille. No. So, <laughs> watch yourself if you're a, a French critic. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Bums against the walls, eh, James? <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget his name. I can't remember. Uh, no, it's gone. But um, he, he's, a, he's involved at Montpellier. Jacques Lurin. That's him. Yeah, yeah. That's him. Um, right. Uh, there's been a lot of talk this week. And there will be more talk about who's going to win the World Cup bid. Mm. I'm bored of it already. Oh, yeah. Just, just, just give it to us. us. Can't we? <laughs> <laughs> Would you want England to win? I don't actually care. Did you not? I'm not, I'm I'm not, not as bothered as, as the media seems As to David be. Cameron. Well, I do yeah. care. I do care at one level. But I, I think that with this, all this, all this sort of hoo-ha around the panorama thing, I, I do think it's more important to have a transparent, operational, fit-for-purpose organisation running mm. rather than having the World Cup in yeah. England I, I, mm. I, if, I, if I had to choose between a decent body of FIFA yeah. and England having the World Cup I would choose uh, I would choose the first one but the yeah. thing is we're very likely to get neither I was going to say well of course and that's, you, I mean, that's the point people listening to this it might have already been announced so at the time of recording of yeah. course we don't know but the thing is the only thing you've got to caveat it with is by saying it's important to young kids and stuff like that I mean if you're 8 or 9 years old when you get the World Cup in your country it's probably a great thing it's pretty yeah amazing. absolutely I mean you're in 96 we were, we were very young and it was, it was wonderful and mm. um, it, it would be incredible to have it in this country, but the thing is, England can always put a good bid in. Mm. You know, we, we've we've got the stadiums already. We've got all the all the yeah. infrastructure we need. Mm. Well, ac- according to, um, I think there was a confidential report seen by Reuters, the um, 
the news people, they said that England and the US were given an unbeatable overall 100% rating by the uh, management consultants who are commissioned by FIFA uh, in all five key areas, sponsorship, ticketing, hospitality, licensing and media rights. So and they were basically saying England and the US as one would perhaps suggest, expect, yeah, yeah. Uh, are totally fine. It's so safe. Everything, everything else is could be done tomorrow. Right. Could be done tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it could be. Uh, yeah. That's what. That's what. But I think the fact of the matter is, uh, panorama. The fact that uh, Andrew Jennings is a constant. But I don't know if it's anything to do with that. I well, think no. I think I think that if FIFA came here. A lot of journalists in this country go, right, let's try and get in amongst them. And I think FIFA know that. And I think if FIFA go to, say, for example, Russia, that's not really going to no, happen. But, but if you don't get the bid, they're just going to do it anywhere, presumably. Because it's going it, it, to be seen as bitterness. But still, they'll still you, go, you don't even have to do a panorama special. You could do a whole series. You could do a 25-episode mm. run. And they didn't have to do it They didn't have to do it a, a week before. They didn't have to do it a week before the bid. But they could have done it this time last year. But you know what I mean. I don't, I don't, I don't accept, I don't accept the, the timing of news. I mean, that's a bit weird because it's, it's supposed to be when it's the most newworthy so yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's responsible reporting in my yeah, opinion yeah. I don't think it's irresponsible I don't think you should pander to people no no I don't, I don't think it is either but one it, of the things that really annoys me is we were lucky enough to go to the World Cup in the summer now they talk a lot about um, I enjoyed that yeah, it was great <laughs> it annoyed you yeah they, 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 no no no, no. <laughs> well, well, no what I'm going to go on to say is that they talk about sort of transport links or sort of stuff it's just massive lip service because you mm. four of us around this table all know that we couldn't get within a mile of the World Cup uh, final stadium Soccer City yeah. we had to puck a mile away walk down yeah. a dirt Track from a mile, probably, yeah, to get yeah, there. So, for yeah. them to say anything about the transport links in the UK is absolutely scandalous. It's yeah. nothing to do with that. It's to do with whoever's going to roll over and have their belly tickled, whoever's mm. going to make them the most money, whoever adheres to their tax demands, all that sort of stuff is by far the most important. And to that end, the investigation by FIFA, by Andrew Jennings, who I think is you know, a little bit odd at times, but a good, a good investigative <laughs> reporter, is absolutely right, and I applaud it because in the long term, it'll be a good thing to do. Mm. It's, it's, it's important they're held to account. <laughs> Not enough, so I'm off to Diego Corner. Oh, thank goodness uh, for that. <laughs> Give a, a little bit of a rest. Yeah, no corruption there. But to, uh, <laughs> 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 that would be safe. Who are you about to find out, James? Go uh, on then, old There's ball. no corruption. What this mean? week's Diego Corner is, um, is sponsored <laughs> by our lovely listeners. Oh. Um, it's, it's, it takes the form of two emails. All oh, right, and I shall read them uh, one after the other. Far away, um, uh, Ramaphos Hall. We're in Diego Corner, but you still got to do the hoe. Yeah, um, this is from Charlie Skillen. My cousin works in a hairdressing salon in Swindon Town Centre. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people do, James. Uh, there was no one in the sun at the time uh, this particular morning when a big black car pulled up outside and two big security guards walked out into the salon, took a look around and ushered in a little fat bloke. Mysterious. My cousin proceeded to trim his beard as instructed. Wow. He thanked her, paid her £10 for a por £4 trim, told her to keep the change and she didn't have a clue who he was. She was suitably impressed and called up our mother to tell her. Uh, <clears throat> later on that evening... <laughs> Everyone was at home The family were at home Picture the scene Watching a bit of Sky Sports um, The inevitable crowd oh. shot Of Diego at the football Came up no. My cousin walked in And exclaimed That's the bloke Whose beard I trimmed Oh no <laughs> Wow The astonishment On her fiancé's face As well as the rest Of her football loving family When told Was considerable <laughs> We still haven't worked out Why Diego thought it necessary To make Swindon His first town A list of visits to England But thought you would Appreciate the story It's because he's doing A tour of football isn't that he He's probably went for lunch At Swindon town I imagine, I imagine that he just came in, grabbed a big handful of hair that was on the floor, ate it, drank yeah. the barber side, and then left. Yeah. That's what I imagine. <laughs> I know what you lot are thinking. One story about Diego Maradona is enough. <laughs> it's not. No, I don't think that at all. This is from Kevin from Ireland. He ne says. Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> Last Monday, I was in the O2 watching the tennis. Oh, yeah. Luckily. Oh, it's been going on. Another, another bust. Spe <laughs> well, speaking of show offs, this is what he says next. He's worse than Diego, in my opinion. Oh, on, on. You go on. Luckily, I have relations and contacts at the O2. Oh. And I managed to bag some corporate tickets. Oh. Oh, You're yeah. ruining tennis, you get, people. Get to, the, get to the point, Kevin. <laughs> anyway, tennis. before the singles match was due to begin, I was being filled with free alcohol from the suite and I decided to wander to the bathroom. Filled? Put it into his side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Halfway through my time at the Urano, who should show up but El Diego himself? Oh, wow. Did he see the acorn like penis? He relieved himself two urinals to his right. 
It was without a doubt uh, one of uh, did a two, wee, two did a wee. runnels to his right. Yeah. <laughs> so it took like yeah, a, yeah. a big arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as Pete says, it is a wee. It was definitely, it was a, definitely wee. a wee. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kevin goes on to say it was without a doubt one of the most exciting and awkward moments of his life. Uh, he, he says, I, ma- I managed to pluck up enough courage at the sinks to ask him what he was doing in London. Which he then replied, he was here on holiday with his new girlfriend and he went to see Tevez the day before. Does he speak English? As we exited the bathroom, I tried to ask him for a picture, but he was engulfed by his entourage. Shame, but I'll always have that brief minute where I shared a bathroom with the great El Diego. My wonderful. I don't know if either of those are true, and I don't care. No. That's nice. You, you've, got to, you've got to talk to him, haven't you? You've got to say something just I to have that experience. Well, well done, Kevin. Does he speak English, though? That's the thing. Mm, he must, do you he smell, must speak a bit of it. Do you smell a rat, Liam Mark? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. Did he have a rat on him? <laughs> I, I, um, just, I just think it's nice to see a wealthy, bloated body make people happy for once. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of which, uh, my friend of mine was at the tennis as well, and he said on the big screen the the, the cameras were sh- uh, putting like the famous people in the crowd on the big screen. Yeah, of course, yeah. And who got the biggest cheer? Wasn't El Diego. No. Wasn't Kevin Spacey. It's a member, member of the royal family. Wasn't, it wasn't a member of the royal family. It was... London's own mayor Boris Johnson. Was it? Oh dear! Men making people happy, Pete. I thought he was going to say some guy out of the only way is Essex or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jim Carroll from the football round. Are you coming back? I'm on my way back now. Yeah. Okay, good man. Um, uh, right. Well, uh, Luke will probably be back just in time for the email section. Here he comes down the flue. <laughs> <laughs> Emails. It's just the one email today, though, isn't it, James? Mm. I'm going to read it as You've well. decided. Hello there, kind sir and other ramblers. Don't know who this came to originally. Me. Um, you. Uh, in your last show, you briefly discussed some unusual modes of transport that football teams had undertaken. This was, of course, in reference to the Jack Greenwell profile in the yes, last show. indeed. Um, how we thought, how on earth do they get around the world yes. in the Hot early... air balloons, I would think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, it's always hot air balloons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, James. Yes. Uh, this reminded me of the Italy team that went to the 1950 World Cup in Brazil. Following the uh, Super air disaster I think that's how you say that uh, which wiped out the entire Torino side who had dominated mm. Italian football in the 1940s obviously very tragic that uh, the authorities were rather paranoid about sending the defending world champions to the tournament by air to remedy this they spent three months embarking on a naval voyage training facilities on the ships weren't up to the required standard Ooh, when the fattened players arrived <laughs> they, were, they were duly eliminated in the first round following the embarrassment the Italian Federation decided they didn't care for the players safety anymore and told the sodding players to get a Plane home. A dear listener <laughs> called oh. Rocco Camisola. Yeah, Rocco, I recognise him from Twitter. Pretty good. Wow. Yeah, he's a good lad. P.S. No need, Rocco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a quote from the wondrous Antonio Cassano you may take inspiration from. Don't be impulsive, behave as I would. Before you explode with anger, count up to at least one. Great Superb. Nice little fantastic. story that as well. Mm, sweet. They had a three month cruise before the World Cup. That's yeah. not preparation. Cassano would bloody love that. Yeah. Wouldn't he? Yeah. Maybe they should do that nowadays. Wouldn't How long out of those three months if it was Cassano would it have taken them to have sex with every girl on the ship? It would sink. He'd be <laughs> so fat by the time <laughs> they got there. He'd do an it while riding a dolphin, I reckon. Yeah, he I reckon would, yeah. An afternoon. Yeah, it's, it's, three it's months. all done. Yeah, it's all done. It'd be three months. <laughs> Good people, it's profile time. Hey. Hey, indeed. Hey. Now, uh, I was um, going through the Dean Windass Hall of Fame archive hmm? the other day and I suddenly thought to myself, Unless I've uh, seriously um, uh, misplaced my eyes at some point, uh, the only um, I ma- don't know what that even means. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you've, you're looking for a phrase, but Give it's not actually back. a phrase. Yeah, it's yeah. that's an Esa Diego phrase. You've let the tortoise get away from you there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've, I noticed, unless I uh, blacked out at some point, that um, apart from when we inducted the Athletic Bilbao. Team, although that was that was more the club, really. Mm. Um, there's no Spanish players. <gasps> Scandalous in in the modern climate. Yeah. El Scandalino. Would the Bilbao Probably. players even Probably. consider themselves Spanish? Well, well there's, yeah. There's, there's an irony there somewhere, James. Mm. Well, it's, it's quite apparent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so I was talking to read that. <laughs> but to be honest with you, if you look back through the the history. Of the history of the histories of football, the history of the histories of football. Yeah, we've got De Stefano in there. No, he's, he's Argentinian. He, Spain, he played for Spain. Mm. Yeah, but you know, mm. um, there's not actually too many because they're obviously, you know, with regards to being top of the tree. Mm. It's a very recent thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. This, exactly. this dominance. Mm. But this is this is going to change. We've got um, a Spaniard coming in. Mm. 
it's Geiska Mendieta. Oh. Good choice. A scorer of great goals. Yes. Not a great scorer of goals, Marcus, Midfield. but a scorer of great goals. <laughs> you know that, do you? Sod off. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the start. Um, a former uh, Valencia midfielder. He played for other clubs. We'll talk about them. Mm. But Valencia was his. Didn't mate. he go to Lazio on a free transfer? Was once the most expensive. <laughs> once the most expensive player in the world. Yeah. Um, you don't really hear about him then. No, no. no he would just. Middlesbrough do that to your career. He <laughs> <laughs> was such a real flair player, wasn't he? Yeah. Indiata, just mm. He was. Oh well. We have to. We'll come. We'll come to. That. <laughs> he was talismanic in that Valencia as well. Yeah, he's was the absolute beating. Was he ever? Team. Was he ever? Mm. Um, special team. Funnily enough, though, we mentioned athletic Bilbao only moments earlier. He was born in Bilbao. Oh, okay. Um, when was he born? He was born on the twenty seventh of March, nineteen seventy four. Oh, just short of seven years after the summer of love. Yeah. Mm. Glad you reminded me of that. Yeah, Some yeah, of that love was thing. left over. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> and he <laughs> came out of that. Yeah. Good. They left a long love legacy, <laughs> which Mendieta's parents took advantage of. Jenny. Yes, that's my R and B album. <laughs> <laughs> the Peter Arthur story. <laughs> <laughs> um, he started his career with Castillon, and he was only there for one season as Valencia snapped him up, James, uh, in the early nineties. Mm. Um, a big football dinosaur. Yeah, and. I suppose his first big season really there was in the 95-96 season where he played the majority of the games and helped them finish runners-up. Mm. Right up there they were. You see, kids, it wasn't always Barcelona and uh, Real Madrid in the top two. Wow, players, sort of. Sort of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Occasionally it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, and he, they won the Copa del Rey. Uh, he won the Copa del Rey with Valencia in 98-99. And I think it was a semi-final match. When he scored that, that volley. When he scored a volley. Which will be on Ramble Tube for... Time to come <laughs> Yeah For certain Have you seen a ball Hit better than that In any field Any sporting event ever Well I made a shout last night Yes when, or no Well I made a shout last night When we were watching Ronald Koeman summarise The uh, for El Clasico yeah. mm. And I said to you Look, There's never been a man Who can kick the ball Harder than Ronald Koeman yeah. Since time began mm. I still think that's true but it's enough to put a little bit of a seed of doubt in my mind when I see that volley. Because it, as you rightly said, Marcus, when he hits it, yeah. and like you said, it's a semi final Copa del Rey, corner comes over, he volleys it first time, about 20 yards out. By the time it's hit the net, mm. the two defenders on the line are still looking forward. Yeah. They're, still, they're still in the air. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't, even, they didn't have time to get out of the way. <laughs> and they came from 20 yards away. But the curl on it is absolutely perfect. It's from a corner. The, the angle from behind the yeah. goal. It's just, postage stamp. It's amazing. So much purchase, <laughs> just, just <laughs> ever so much purchase. It's almost it? scientific purchase. But, there's, but it's <laughs> like how they, how they test sort of bullets. Yeah, <laughs> I think it gave people the, the first idea for the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, <laughs> but it's one of those moments where if he just walked off the pitch and just shrugged his shoulders and took it, like started acting or something, you, you, fair enough. Yeah, he's yeah. achieved anything. He, he yeah, can't he, better he than that. yeah mm. he can't be. He's not going to get better than that. <laughs> it's just it's certainly not a Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, would you? Sorry, yeah. um, you, you ruin it. Sorry. The cat out of the bay. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, they, they won the Copa del Rey in 98-99. And he got a call up from the, for the Spanish national side in 99. Um, but the next few years were to be quite something for, for Mendieta and Valencia. They finished 98-99 season uh, a third, only on goal difference to Barcelona. Deportivo, I think, won the league mm. that season, mm. you see. And uh, they qualified for... The Champions League, James. Yes. Which is the premier European competition. Mm. The Champions <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> League! <laughs> yeah. Vital. But now, this was the side that Canizares was in goal. Mm -hmm. The man who um, put himself out of the 98 World Cup. After, after shave bottle dropped on his foot, was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Put himself yeah, out. Unfortunate. Uh, but he was still a good keeper, though. Maurizio Pellegrino um, of course. in defence. Just on Canizares doing that. You know, yeah. everyone takes a mick at me for doing that. Yeah. It's sort of fair enough. Put yourself in his shoes. Imagine how gutted you'd oh. be. Yeah. His shoes would be old split. It was yeah. just before the World Cup. A nice smelling, a nice smelling <laughs> foot would be scant <laughs> consolation. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but consolation nevertheless uh, Keely Gonzalez was in oh, the field with Mendieta yeah. Angulo and Claudio Lopez up front yeah Claudio Lopez was was he that year I thought he was a bit after that he was that year and then I think he left for Inter oh, okay, maybe right, okay. um, yeah so they, they started that Champions League campaign PSV Rangers and Bayern Munich they topped that undefeated yeah. not a problem James yeah. not a problem uh, next they, they had uh, that was when there was two group stages and yeah. Manchester United were in there and they went through there they played Lazio about that yeah, yeah. That was insane. That was silly. 
silly, I think. I, I didn't agree with that. I think that was a bit silly having two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid. They played Lazio in the quarterfinals, one five three on aggregate. And That's then, a European tie. Yeah, that is yeah. stuff. And then and then they played Barcelona in the semi final. They won the first leg four one. Yeah, hammered them. And then the <laughs> well, second start is an absolute fortress. Yeah. yeah. And then in the second leg, I remember it was nil nil. And then I think it was about seventy at the sixty nine seventieth minute when the ball came to Mendy. Did he control it and then just thundered it in uh, from the edge <laughs> of the box? And it was like, yep, yeah, final pace, thank you. And it's <laughs> at the new Camp. You yeah, know, yeah. It's incredible to think of that happening now. And and they went through to the final. It's so unfortunate they played Real Madrid in the final. This is when Steve McManaman got man yeah. of the match. Spanish, yeah. do- Spanish domination that year. But that was yeah. That was. I th- they knew Real Madrid were a better side. Than I think they, I think that was more psychological. Yeah. 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 You know. McManaman was superb in that game as well. Yeah. It's worth remembering. Scored as well. Yeah. El Maca, El Maca. I, was, I was looking Maca at a picture Max. of Steve McManaman uh, in the week um, Stan, Alan Shearer was celebrating goal and Steve McManaman was behind him the difference in size of McManaman's legs yeah, he's oh, yeah. Alan Shearer, really skinny his le- but his thighs were tiny yeah. really yeah. thin like twiglets and back to the profile yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Shearer's legs would, would be above average bulk though yeah so it would have made him look skinnier but uh, he, it was very it looked like he had knobbly oh, knees yeah. or something yeah, it looked apparent. like Dennis the Menace legs yeah they, weren't, slen- they, weren't, they weren't well toned and slender like and that's why then the following Champions League campaign ended up with Valencia getting to the final again. Yeah, against Bayern, Bayern Munich. Munich. Yeah, two back-to-back finals for a side like Valencia. Did they yeah. go on penalties? They, they lost on penalties. Yeah. They, they, funnily enough, the, the, the whole right back at the start of that campaign, they had to go through a preliminary round, uh, qualifying round, to reach that tournament. Spurs this year. Sailed, yeah. yeah, they sailed through the first phase. They, and again, they were drawn against Manchester United in the second group mm. phase, and they won the group that time. Then they knocked out Arsenal in the quarterfinals. And uh, on uh, goal difference, after Ray Parlour scored a great goal, it was away, it was away goals, wasn't it? Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, goal well, difference. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> this is a bit no, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ray Parlour scored a great goal in that tie, and then they beat Leeds in the semi-final. Hmm. Out Slaying the, English clubs. Out is it fair English. to say that Leeds went from strength to strength after that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they really got a taste for it. Then. That was the game. <laughs> yeah. That was they the, had bloodlust. That was <laughs> for, the, for League One. That was the game. <laughs> that was the game when uh, all the Leeds players, apart from Ian Hart, shaved their heads. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. the semi. The, the pictures of Alan Smith, he looks so young. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he wasn't looking. Yeah, incredible. Really. You know that season, Leeds wouldn't have made like made any money or even broke even if they'd won the league and the championship. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't Bad it? management. Did, but did, then did, uh, did Valencia uh, add like players like uh, Zavic and Z- uh, well, they, Zaka Zavic, Zavic, the Slovenian uh, international. He was on the bench. Uh, uh, this was uh, so they got to the final against Bayern. I used to really rate him, Zavic. He was a good player. Good, he was like Slovenia's only good player at that time. Yeah, um, Deschamps was on the bench. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. As well, yeah. um, th- but that team, uh, you know, who got to the final included Ayala at the back. Yeah, who's a great player, of course. Ruben Baraka. Yeah, uh, Pablo Ooh. Aymar. Oh, Aymar! I know you're talking. <laughs> One of my favourite players. Aymar. Yeah, yeah. I was gutted when I went to Benfica. He got injured in the warm up. Yeah, oh, so <laughs> I thought well, it's definitely Aymar. Yeah. Yeah. If there was any doubt. And Big John Carew up front. Mm. Yes, Big John Carew. They went one 0 up in in the opening minutes at the San Siro. I think that final was played when Mendieta put his penalty away. On, on, on a note with Mendieta's penalties, actually, he was one for sending the keeper the wrong way. Yeah. Mm. He just rolled it in. Yeah. It was one of those ones where you just think, oh, that was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how does he do that? Yeah. He was flash without ever being a flash git. Yes. You know what I mean about Mendieta? And, it was like, you, you deserve your flashness. It's all just class. Yeah, I, th- I think that's class. Absolutely right. It's mm. the right word. I, and he also really reminds me of... Um, the, the Amish character in the film Kingpin. Yeah, <laughs> looks wise. Forget who plays him. Yeah. plays him. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, they lost on penalties. Mendieta did put his penalty away. Of course, course he did. He's in the Hall of Fame in a minute. <laughs> but um, and I think we'll we'll perhaps put that Valencia side in as well because mm. they were they were wonderful to oh, watch. But was Mister there at the time? Or was yeah. that a bit later? Mister was a couple of years later. Yeah. I think he was in the UEFA, the side who won the UEFA yes. Cup. Um, but Mendy, people forget Mendieta was up there with the likes of Figo and Zidane. Yeah, for, for, absolutely. You know, if you had a world eleven, I mean, he um, was one of the best midfielders in the world. And uh, for those two Champions League campaigns, he won uh, the best midfielder in the Champions League for yeah. those two uh, seasons. Again, awesome. against the likes of Figo and Zidane and mm. Beckham and Giggs and Keane and so on. 
absolutely incredible and, and some of his goals were superb we talked about the volley there was one um, which was mildly similar to or quite similar to Pele um, Pele's 58 World Cup final goal which uh, he scored against Atletico Madrid when he uh, Mendieta gets the ball in the box Pete you've seen this one I've seen this one he chests it flicks it over the defence with his Right and then volleys it in with his left. His left, yeah. yeah. It, me and you had an argument. I said it was. I said, "Oh, and we get so excited about Gaza's goal," and you said, "Well, Gaza's goal was good." Well, it was. Was yeah. as good as that one though. Yeah, well, the, the, the difference between that one and, and <laughs> Mendieta's one, the Gascoigne's one, they're trying to defend it. The Mendieta one, the defenders don't really even know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're just standing. What's he doing here? Yeah. What's he doing there? Oh no! Oh, oh yes, done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to clear it for us. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah. I would not have thought of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Make a note of that. <laughs> but um, but Valencia, you know, that, as you said earlier on, Luke, he was really the driving force behind them. And from the, that kind of period of '99 to 2004, he did leave Valencia. Hmm. Um, uh, after that uh, final in 2001 uh, for an awful lot of money for, well mm. it was for 29 million to Lazio but f- from 99 to 2004 it's one of the most successful periods possibly the most successful successful period in Valencia's history because they actually went on okay without him to, to win a couple of La Liga titles and a UEFA Cup but I, I think they without a player like again, him they won the Copa del Rey again as well yeah I, without Mendieta you know that club perhaps wouldn't have been able to reach those highs mm. and attract the players I, I'm telling you he's a beating heart of that team yeah. and, 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 and the, his legacy was a long one and it was such a shame that he left and, and kind of missed out on all that because he went to Lazio and it didn't really happen for him he didn't no. really play that much was he there for one season um, I think he was there for a I think he was there probably about three years in total, but he was loaned out. He, went, yeah. he was loaned out to Barcelona, which was quite yeah. an odd one. It, it just wasn't the same as, as the days at Valencia. Mm. That should have been brilliant. Oh, I know. Well, it was absolutely the absolute of his career. Yeah. It, was, it was the peak of his well, career. Actually, yeah. Well, we haven't finished, Luke. Because he, <laughs> he then oddly had a loan spell to Middlesbrough. Mm. <laughs> which it, was was quite pe- it was definitely the peak <laughs> of his career. <laughs> no, I was delighted when he signed for Middlesbrough. Well, yeah, it was great to see him. became a permanent switch in 2004. Do you know what though? He achieved they, they, that team. It Did was great right. to be a Middlesbrough fan at that time because they won the Carling Cup, which is yeah. I think their first major cup trophy. It is in yeah. their history, um, which was fantastic and helped uh, them reach the UEFA Cup final in yeah. two thousand and six. He scored some goals, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well. he was decent in the Premier League. I mean, oh. obviously, he wasn't the, the player he was at Valencia, but he, was, he, was, he by no means embarrassed himself. It was, it was great. Right. It wasn't that a was final such, payday for him. Really, that was such an amazing season for Middlesbrough as well. Like when they went, mm. when they they, oh, yeah. they, they were like. T- t- 2-0 down and they went up 4-2 or something like that. They kept doing that, didn't oh, yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they did in it. Europe. And the, the, the game we'll plan seemed to be... Final. Yeah, no, the game plan <laughs> in the final seemed to be go 4-0 down and put five strikers on. Yeah. It didn't quite work, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But his first, he said that his first couple of years, uh, a few years at the club, were very good. Um, but he said when Steve McLaren left and Southgate replaced him as manager, it all kind of went wrong because he said Southgate, you know, he got on quite well with them and then Southgate got in charge and said, you're no longer part of the plans. And he was often training with the reserves, and it was such That's a not on. That is it a was su- it's such a shame the way his career finished. It's a disgrace. I don't see the benefit in that. Was that it? Was that how he pretty much? Oh. And it just sort of faded. But if out. Men, but we'll have you. <laughs> obviously, you know, <laughs> none, none of us have got any coaching experience or anything. But for me, Mendieta, if he's not in your plans, fair enough. But he's under contract. You're telling mm. me he's got nothing to give to the young players, and the, to the yeah. first team players. Of course, yeah, he's got loads of experience. Yeah. He can help out the first team no end. Mm. Mm. Well, you look at, um, I mean, a, a big part of Julio's decision to take Robert Pires back to. Villa it seems to be based on that that they can the, the younger players they can learn from Piros and Mendieta is a sort of similarly sort of gifted yeah. player with a lot of technical ability and a lot to give and experience like a shame and experience at the highest level absolutely he's yeah. two but Champions League finals you know? yeah so such a shame really to an end the, his career but let's remember way. him as he was but absolutely mm. a part of that great Valencia side who reached back to back Champions League finals mm. a wonderful achievement and of course helped Borough win their first um, League Cup and play in their first European final too. And I'll let the great man have the last words. Because let's not feel too sorry. Because he said, I have played in a Rome-Lazio derby, in a Barcelona-Real Madrid match, and they are the greatest games you can play in football. They have given me some incredible memories. And because of this, I can't regret anything that's happened. So, Mendieta, come oh, on in to the when that's all the hey. And bring your Valencia teammates from yeah. here. Well, hang on. <laughs> Bit of a grey area. <laughs> They're in. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Mendieta. shuffled in. Superb stuff. Superb. Mm. Uh, right, chaps, that is the end of the show. Hope you've had a lovely time. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. And, of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. Get yourself over there for some wonderful blogs. Our very own James or Jim Wright's one. And so... Do some other very talented bloggers too, and there's a lot of activity on the 
forum, Pete. Yeah, get on the forum. Um, uh, we're giving away a copy of uh, PDC World Championship Darts Pro Tour on the 360. We've got no a way. few copies to give away, so wow. register, post in the uh, in the suitable uh, forum thread, and uh, we're going to choose one at random uh, this Sunday. Incredible. We found a way to make darts less active. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's right. Um, Christmas drinks. Yeah, drinks. This is the penultimate time I'm going to say this because it's on the 18th of December, which oh is a, w- a week on two weeks on Saturday. Um, so yeah, get yourself onto the Facebook group or onto the website and, and, and email in with your names and things like that. Um, because if your name's not down, you're not coming in. Mm. But if you that. are, but if you are wearing a Ramble T-shirt, one of the new ones, um, you get a, a free pint of beer. Absolutely up right. To, up to the price of three pounds fifty, mm. I think. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up to and including the price, of the <laughs> including. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, the, the Ramble drinks. It's always it's always good fun every Christmas. So yeah, get yourself down. Um, one thing I, I should say as well, actually, is our, is our friends over at TestMatchSofa.com are doing alternative commentary of the Ashes if you're into cricket um, uh, so the second test starts this Friday so get yourself over there if, you, if you're into that sort of thing mm. if you're cold as well like a lot of people are and you need a t-shirt get yourself over to the <laughs> shop section of our website where you can get yourself one of those um, um, free beer enabling t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the t-shirts themselves aren't free and, and follow the Football Ramble on Twitter because we've got some mm. audio boos going up don't we? oh yeah twitter.com forward slash football ramble uh, we did a little audio boo about the game the, the uh, Classico game last night mm. um, yeah, yeah me and Jim if you, if you, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you won't invite. Right. Uh, <laughs> but if you, if you can't wait for every Wednesday, you may find a little tiny mini ramble appears in your Twitter feed if you follow us. So that's twitter.com forward slash football ramble. It's worth doing. Yeah, there we go. Um, I think that's it. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. goodbye. We're all off to shave Maradona. Ta ta. How did you get in here? I'm a locksmith. And I'm a locksmith. Mendieta. Ilie saca de esquina y Mendieta dio la oportunidad y el espacio para cañonear un balón histórico a la escuadra. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.